Gira can hit them. Did oh, what a goal by Zoltan Gira! And still Baptista, yes! It's Kamai, it's fantastic! One from David Villa, great finish! He's done just that, he scored! Jorginho's done it! Welcome to the Streets Won't Forget podcast. I'm your host, Dan Mountney, and I'm joined, as always, by my wonderful co-host. Uh, first up, the unofficial founder of the Morton Gamps Pedersen fan club. It's Ben Woolley. Happy to be here, lads. And also, a man who thinks Edin Dzeko is as good as Erling Haaland is Harry Martinez. I'm on a revenge talk. <laughs> if you don't know what we're referring <laughs> to, uh, head over to our Twitter. It's uh, at SWF underscore pod. Uh, you can see the clip where Harry has a right rotter. It is a proper stinky opinion. I think we can all agree. Yeah, alternatively, the just listen to the first episode and then you'd find it. Well, you could also do that. Uh, how are we, boys? Are we all good? Oh, I could not be better, mate. The sun is shining. I've had a beer. I'm with the boys. I'm ready to talk about some Hoga <laughs> Benito vibes. Oh, don't, you've, you've jumped the gun here, lad. We've got some things to talk about first. Uh, obviously, it's been the international break, which nobody enjoys. But we do have some streets, won't forget, topics of conversation. Uh, first of all, did anybody see the Kazakhstan-Denmark result? We were talking yep. about this yesterday, weren't we, Harry? That is Absolutely outrageous. Crazy. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. Football and heritage. Yeah, Denmark were winning 2 0. Was it 2 0 at half time? Uh, I believe. Yeah, around half time. Yeah. And then by full time, Kazakhstan won 3 2, uh, which is ridiculous considering I don't think I can name you a single player from Kazakhstan. And they had a man sent off. Oh, did they? Yeah, they had a man sent off as well. Oh, well, there you go. That is, a, that is certainly a results, uh, result the streets won't forget. I think we can class that under. Um, now on to a player that you know we may talk about at some point in the future of this podcast. Um, does anybody know what Martin Skirtle's doing now? Oh, mate. He's got to be on some sort of DJ or something like that. Like Dan Agar was a tattoo artist. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe he's doing piercing because Dan Agar's doing tattoos. Maybe he's just followed up with a piercing trade. Uh, well, you're wrong. Um, Martin Skirtle is still playing football. Um, yeah, he's he's now playing as an attacking midfielder. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, uh, you said he's still playing. You never said he's still playing well. Well, uh, Are you sure it's not just Marek Hamšík without his mohawk? <laughs> he's got hair now as well, unbelievably. Jeez, um, no. I, I don't know how he's managed that. No. Um, I've got I've got some quotes here from Martin. He's uh, so he's playing for a Slovakian amateur side, FK Hajlaka Rajtonkno. I've butchered that pronunciation, but here we are. <laughs> yeah, absolutely classic. That, uh, that is a so... well-pronounced name. <laughs> no, you've just got to try and say it with confidence, and I did not, but here we are. <laughs> uh, uh, so this is a quote from mine. He said, when, when I went along for the first game, I said I'd go in my normal position at centre-back. After 10 minutes, I said to the coach, listen, how about I play at number six? After another 10 minutes... Uh, I said, how about I play further up? I played a few games as a striker and got a few goals. And now I've dropped a little deeper. I basically get to run where I want, a free roll, a bit like Lionel Messi. <laughs> <laughs> he listened to the first episode of the podcast. He's sharing Harry's opinions. 
Martin yeah. Scott is as good as well. Nick You've heard it here first. <laughs> it's a bit like the tra- the the normal transformation. I remember when like Torres used to be a goalkeeper, didn't he? And then he ended up becoming a striker and he moved through the positions to get there. It's kind of like Martin Skills, yeah, but Martin Skills doing it the opposite way around. He's doing yeah. it at 40 rather than 18. <laughs> that is uh that is not something we expected to hear today. Was he was he ever known for his for his like first touches? Was he ever known for that kind of no on the ball play? No, yeah, I mean I, under Brendan Rogers where they tried to play out the back, I'm pretty certain he didn't feature. I mean, when you think of him and Daniel Aggie, you don't think of, you know, majestic passes from the back, do you? You think of kicking a striker into Rosette. Yeah, exactly. Although Dan Agat did have one hell of a left foot on him. But I can't, I, well, skill was all right, but I, I remember him stood over a couple of free kicks. Whether he actually hit any, I don't know. Yeah, I think Daniel Agat retired a few years ago. My skirtle is uh, still more than going strong. We did also, uh, we saw an end to a Streets Won't Forget saga these last couple of days. Not from a player this time, but a manager with one of the most unforgettable interviews. Just shout out to Spurs. Having the most Spursy moment they could have ever come oh, up yes. with Conte absolutely blasting that team. Yeah, with like they, they've gone so Spursy to the to the point where their manager has called them Spursy. Mm. <laughs> yeah, just it's just it was such a good piece of uh, of little media that comes through this week. Yeah, I'm, yeah I mean, it's... I'm all for speaking your mind as management. Maybe don't go for your boss. Probably not <laughs> such a good idea. <laughs> and then it's surprised to literally know when he's he been sacked. sacked. So yeah, well, yeah, he has got the sack. I mean, it is deserved. Um, did anybody see? It's the poison chalice. Poison chalice. Yes, that. it is indeed. Did any, did any of you see the uh, the charity game held at Rangers? No. Oh, that was. Oh no, I saw the one of PK. PK's got one, and he? he's got a yeah, uh, that's the, elite the league. Kings League. It's like a seven yeah. thing. Uh, so Rangers, yeah, that looks really good. Rangers held a charity match at Ibrox yesterday, and I'm just going to read you some of the players and the lineups because it is absolute gold. It's a gold mine of streets. Don't forget players. Uh, oh, here we go. So on on the rest of the world eleven, they had David James, Yap Stam, Robert Huth, uh, Michael Dawson. This one you'll love. I know you both love him. Pascal Chimbonda. Yes! <laughs> oh, what a man. Uh, what a man. Michael Essien. Uh, Emmanuel Petit. Wow. Stuart Downing. Jack Wilshire. <laughs> Carnu. And Robin Van Persie. <laughs> Me! Some of those players do not belong there. <laughs> Michael Dawson up with Robin Van Persie. Huge. Absolute scenes. Uh, and Lewis Boamorte was on the subs bench, and he scored an outrageous goal from about 25 yards on his left foot, a little jink inside, and in the top corner. What's he doing there? He's got to, he's got to be assistant manager at Fulham on the weekend. <laughs> he's assistant manager at Fulham. <laughs> he's showing him um, The Rangers team, not so strong, but they still had Alan Hutton. Uh, oh, yes. They had Pedro, Malaga, Pedro Mendes. Mayhem. Uh, oh, Pedro yeah. Mendes is definitely one for the, uh, one for the bookie. A great strike partnership of Kenny Miller and Jermaine Defoe. Oh, that's heritage that, stuff. That, I wouldn't be surprised if neither of those players are retired. <laughs> They're still playing. Uh, and then on the subs bench, they had Roy Carroll, uh, famous for dropping wow, Pedro Mendes' shot into his own net and Ew. not counting. Um, Nikita Jelovic, which is a proper throwback. Oh, wow, that is a throwback. Uh, and Peter Lovenkrantz, famous for the dog meme on Twitter, which we, uh, <laughs> we all know about. Oh, man, what a team. 
Yeah, I, I saw that yesterday. <laughs> for the dog meme. <laughs> if you've not seen the dog meme, you've got to go and find it. It is a. Uh, it's quite what the thing, history yeah. that is. Yeah, yeah. I saw those teams. I thought we've got to talk about this. This is a gold mine of players. Yeah, Wait, who, give, who cares cool. about Kane breaking the England record? This is yeah. the kind of content we want to see. <laughs> Excellent. Right. So it's a big topic this week, boys. We've got plenty of players who I think deserve a place in the streets. So don't forget Hall of Fame. So we're off to the streets of Rio de Janeiro because it's time to discuss Brazilian footballers. Ben, would you like to kick us off? Who have you got? I would. I would. This this, this is a big topic, boys. This is enormous. Yeah. I've managed to narrow it down to a player that I, I remember fairly fondly, actually, for a couple of seasons, no longer. I want us to talk about Alexandra Pato, mate. Right. Send... Have issues immediately. Sensational player, right? Go on, go on, bring me back down to earth. My immediate issues are: I think he is remembered by the streets, but he's remembered by the streets for being this wonder kid who everyone was thinking was going to be the next star nine, and then he just disappears. And I'd argue that's why he's remembered. But if you want to, if you want to hit me with some stats and some numbers, go for it. No, no, no. You see, you're looking at this all wrong, mate. Like, okay. get your stats out of here. Just the ball, We're not mate. looking at ga- goals per games, anything like that. Nah. You take it. It's like it's like owning a Ferrari and talking about how much shopping you can get in the boot. You don't bring stats into the Brazilians. He is a yeah, fun player, bro. Yeah, my argument may have a downfall if we're not bringing stats in, but here we are anyway. <laughs> oh, I mean, you can. But he's one of those players. Like he was never the best finisher. He was never the best dribbler. He certainly wasn't the most consistent, and he couldn't stay fit for most of his. He career is the most injury prone. Yeah. However. He just, he was fun to watch. You couldn't help but enjoy it when he was on the ball. You'd see him, like, he'd take a man on and drop the shoulder. The shot might go 20 yards wide, but you're like, oh, he just, it builds you with that, that love for the game. One thing I remember about him is, do you remember the goal he scored against Barcelona? I think it was after yeah. 24, 24 seconds, something like that. Yeah, yeah it was crazy. Inside his own half and beat three or four players and just slotted it beautifully. That is the one thing that stands out about Pato for me. That's the one thing I remember. How many Brazil caps did he get, Willie? Uh, he played 27 times. He scored 10 goals. So That's not, not bad. But you've got to think, at some point, he was getting pipped by that big fat Fred. <laughs> Yeah, and he was starting above him. Going from joining Milan, and uh, Ancelotti's comparing him to Kaka, to then losing his place in the Brazil team to Fred, it's kind of a a mighty fallen moment. But (laughs) not Fred United, not Fred United. Fred, who just looked like your average bloke who sold twenty fourteen World Cup Fred. Mm. Yeah, awful. He's probably the best example I can think of of like a player who didn't achieve their potential. And it's such a shame to see. Does does the god-awful spell at Chelsea bring him down a little bit? Would be my other question. Yeah, it's got to. Not only that, I think in his last season at Milan, they have like a an award called the Golden Bin for the worst <laughs> player of the season. And I'm pretty sure he won it. So, <laughs> oh the Golden God. Bin. Yeah, Harry, Italian, Harry's Haaland opinion is going in the Golden Bin. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's going anywhere near gold. <laughs> but for me, that it kind of epitomizes that streets won't forget nature. In that we all sit there and think, what if? What could have been? What kind of player would he have turned into? And we saw those flashes, those moments. 
that just made you love watching him play. And it's actually Nocerino as Pato will let the come forward and it's looking very good already. Is Alexander Pato and it's 1-0. Just 24 seconds in here and Pato has given Milan the lead. Pato running straight at them and the Brazilian scores just his third Champions League goal to put AC Milan ahead. Pato taking it straight from the kickoff. And it was an easy finish once Valdez was there. One on one. Barcelona caught napping. I'd love to know how good he is at like futsal. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. he was incredible on that first touch and knowing where a player was behind him. But it, it just, I don't know. I don't know. He didn't, he just lacked the ability to get hold of a game, didn't he? he just. He lacked the ability to stay on the pitch, to be honest with you. That too. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I think that's what it comes from, though, is that consistency of playing week in, week out. He just mm. couldn't get that. So he never actually got to experience express his talent well those those three years where he first joined those were his his golden moments yeah the thing the thing is is if he if he was better we definitely we like if he was slightly good at one club and had like top 10 goals in europe you'd you'd turn around and you'd say without a doubt you'd go alexander pat is too good for streets won't forget oh, but because he didn't play that often you can't say that which is why i think he makes the list yeah, yeah, maybe. Okay, Harry, who have you got for us? Let's let's move on. We can come oh. back to Pato because I think it's a strong shout. But we'll see who you've got, mate. I've got a man who brought joy to those those absolute gold years of the Premier League. He he's got a career that spans South America, across Europe, and ends up well, doesn't end up, but somehow whittles his way into Hull. And that man is obviously going to be Giovanni, the absolute oh, baller. Good. Oh shout. yes. One of the best goals I've ever seen, straight off the bat. Mate. Which one? Exactly, <laughs> the one against yeah, Arsenal, exactly. mate. Yeah, yeah the, the one, one against, against Arsenal. Arsenal unreal. unreal. It's, I, just, I think it was the, one of the first times we'd see white, what, like white ankle tape. And the, the, it just made him look so tricky on a ball with a little flash of a white ankle tape over the black socks. He was just, he was class. Some I mean, of elite wingers were never the same after that. Exactly, I, mean. I didn't expect for somebody to say it might have been the first time I've seen white ankle tape. <laughs> <laughs> mate, it might have been. I'm telling you, 2008. He's also the 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 player who scored the first ever goal in the Premier League for Hull. But uh, you know, very that's, true. And he started off really hot that season. I remember that, and he was he was a big part of that. But to I, be fair, yeah, you again, want to talk I, about careers taking a weird turn. How'd you go from Barcelona to Hull? Mate, he went Barcelona to Benfica, back to mm. Cruzeiro, and then to Man City, and then Hull. Sensational. I mean, there's not really much else you can say about Giovanni than other, other than he scored screamers. And I think he scored screamers, alone, and he was tricky on the ball. That alone should put him as a real contender to be in the Hall of Fame, in my opinion. Not a bad effort. What an effort. What a goal, Giovanni. Brings Hull back on level terms. Would you believe it? I'm just thinking to myself, Giovanni's influence this game has been minimal. Parked out there, left wing for a little while, and he's thinking, you've got to get involved, you've got to make something happen. Oh, that'll do. Cuts inside. Selbo's Green had the talent to be something incredible because you wouldn't go to Barcelona, Benfica, Man City. You know, you wouldn't go around those teams and not have the ability to produce something special. Mm. It's like he didn't score a lot, but every it's almost like every goal he scored was a banger. Yeah, it literally. 
Iconic goals. I love the way you put Man City in that list, uh, forgetting they were rubbish back then as well. Yeah, but they had the money to spend, <laughs> so they spend it on this player. You've got to think at some point they, they would be checking who they're spending. I know Stephen Island was bought, but still. like. <laughs> and the other thing with Giovanni, he did all of this stuff at Hull City underneath the management of Phil Brown. And I don't think I'd be able to colour in a colouring book with Phil Brown if he was watching over. Was Giovanni on the pitch when Phil Brown gave them the uh, the finger wagging? Surely not. Surely <laughs> I mean, must not. have been so confused. I, I, I he must have been there for the, uh, where, What game was it? What game was Man, it? I'll was, tell you now. Was it Man City away? Man City away when he lost 5-1? Yeah, possibly. Ah, mm. oh, this could be the one. Yeah, that's Boxing Day. I don't. I can't remember, but all I remember is that moment. I couldn't tell you anything else about that game. I could, you can imagine as a Brazilian having been in England for only a few years. I, I don't imagine his grasp on the language was that good. You've got Phil Brown sitting you down in the middle of the pitch at your former club as well, <laughs> shouting at you and waving his finger and probably using quite a lot of expletives to know him Phil Brown. It must have been very confusing for him. Even, I mean, even better, we think Phil Brown's grasp of English is much better than his. So. <laughs> Even better than that is he had to endure it again weeks later with Jimmy Bollard doing it. <laughs> this is what I love about this podcast. <sighs> Phil Brown getting shots fired at him. Wait, <laughs> the only disappointing thing, and it's not Giovanni's fault at all, is that there was a part of me that hoped we were talking about the other Brazilian Giovanni that played for Barca. Oh, Dos Santos. His- like, yeah, no, no, no. The one who played in the 90s and went to Olympiacos. Oh, And right. had one of the most incredible house moments of all time. Where he fell out with Van Gaal when Van Gaal took over. And we, we might have to bleep this, but they fell out so hard that in an interview at Olympiacos, he ended up calling him... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh my oh. god. I can't believe in the space of two weeks we've had Gorbachev <laughs> referenced and... <laughs> Louis van Gaal's army. Louis he was van not part of Louis van Gaal's <laughs> army, mate. That's the crux of the issue. Uh, Louis van Gaal's army. Uh, would you like to hear that? Hold on. Before you carry on, would you like to know if Giovanni was on the pitch when Phil Brown's given the talent off? Yes, I'd love to know. He is indeed on the pitch. You, I can, I can, I will tell you what. I will send you. I will send you the image, and you can you can put it on social media for people to see. Can you? Because you'll like Can you this. just describe the look on Giovanni's face? Like... Mate, he has no idea what's going on. He looks like he's <laughs> thinking about his dinner tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that is a man who is regretting his decision to go to Hull. It, he is looking straight at Ashby and thinking, mate, this is on you. You are a B-Tech player. He is not the happy. The thing is, and not, not to happy. put a slight on Giovanni here, because he was a wonderful player, but you just know in that 5-1 defeat, he's probably not done any running either, but yet he's staring across that centre-back, playing the blame game. <laughs> uh, to be fair, mate, last you know, last week we were considering Berbatov for being in the Hall of Fame, and he did absolutely nothing. Oh, here we go. So, hang on, hang on. Last week he compared Haaland to Edin Dzeko, and now he's comparing Giovanni to Tim <laughs> Giovanni to Berbatov. Here we go again. <laughs> This is why you're here for the the stinky god awful opinions, yeah. the clangers, mate. It's the lack of running I'm on about, mate. Come on, even you can grasp that concept. Be fair, Dan's probably got more distance covered in the Premier League than either of those players. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm a good runner, mate. <laughs> well, I'd like to counter Giovanni with a, another Brazilian who played for Man City and was quite partial to the the old screamer. Uh, that is a man called Alano. 
I'm sure you both remember oh, Alano. Oh, FM legend, mate. Alano was brilliant. He only ever scored screamers, if I, if I remember rightly. Uh, he joined Man City in, what, the late late 2000s? Uh, they signed him from Shakhtar Donetsk, which I think bumps him up a little bit because they're doing a deal that was cool before it was cool, signing a Brazilian from Shakhtar Donetsk that early on. Alano, I mean, what else can you say apart from he loves scoring a free kick, he loves scoring from range, he had loads of tricks, loads of skill, loads of ability. And to be honest, if you look at his numbers, I know I said about stats, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you some. 143 goals in 624 career games for a midfielder. Not that bad. It's not bad. Not That's that not bad. bad. That's it, pretty good. I didn't if you compare him to goals every certain amount of games to Steven Gerrard, Alano had 4.3 goals, uh, 4, 4.3 games for every goal, and Gerrard had 3.9 for every goal. I know it's obviously different ability levels, but that's that's the kind of stats we're talking about here. Um, he also played 50 games for Brazil, which was a surprising amount of number, surprising amount of caps. That is, and he got nine goals as well. Mm-hmm. So it's not not like we're talking about some average Brazilian. He's genuinely comes from a bit of pedigree. Uh, the other thing I'd like to add in, he was part of what I'd argue is a streets won't forget transfer window and a streets won't forget squad. So the summer he joined Man City, they also signed Giovanni. They signed Benjani. They signed yep. Felipe Caicedo, Martin Petrov, and Valery Bozhinov, if you remember any of those. Oh, what a banger. Uh, they also had in their squad at the time Daniel Sturridge, Joe Hart, Mika Richards, Stephen Ireland, and Michael Johnson. So uh, Michael Johnson, who looked like he was straight out the cast of Football Factory at the time. Yeah, yes. Yeah, um, what a man. Yeah, that was that was quite the team. I think that was before <laughs> before all the money. Came were, in. Funny enough, I think they they might have all been on the pitch when Phil Brown was giving the tenor <laughs> off as well. Weren't they managed by Sven Goran Eriksson as well? Yes, they were. They were. Was this Sven or was this no, Mark? I think this no, was Sven. Sven. This was Sven. Absolutely. Was yeah. it? Yeah. And I think the owner... they they hired Sven and he just started splashing the cash. Yeah, I think the owner was was it was his name Taxin Sinawatra who ended up in jail. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, this uh, I'd 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 like to put Alano forward, please. If you want to swing yeah, hit I ball, mean... you're not going to find many better. No. Yeah, he was like that that group of of centre attacking mids that came from Brazil that. No one knew how they were going to turn out. Everyone had heard their names because of someone passing it down to someone yeah. and someone else. Do you ever like Ganzo, mm, who turned oh, out Ganzo. to be that that It was like that kind of yeah, wow. that kind of era. Do you might, know what I mean? Like Adam I think Alano might even have played with Ganso for Santos and won the Copa Libertadores. Possibly. He does get some extra. He's kind points. of like he gets some extra points. He's kind of like what Lucas Paqueta is. Yeah. yeah. Like. Lucas Pacatar's kind of like that kind of feeling where he could be absolutely world class or he could just be bang average. Yeah, so I get, I get. That's the thing. Alana was 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 good, but he could have been even better. Yeah, I mean, he had a bit of a, a bit of an odd career. He never really played for a big club. Uh, I think he started at Santos, went to Shakhtar Donetsk, and then moved on to Man City, and then Galatasaray. He never, never really got the big move. But you could argue with how he kind of, Yeah, he kind of. He went on that Brazilian train of going to Shakhtar, some random European club, and then some random club where careers usually go to die, and then kind of doing nothing with their career. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The the one the one Alano moment that really stands out for me is the free kick against Newcastle. It was probably 
30 yeah, yards out and he just laces it right in the top corner. Screamer. Yeah, brilliant goal. Brilliant What's goal. The, the commentary on that in this? Like, electrifying from Elano. It's <laughs> sensational. Oh, what a hit! Oh, that's electrifying from Elano! Well, the game's certainly all over now. And does anybody deserve to score a goal more today than Brazilian? I don't think so. If there's any doubt as to who was going to be right he did have, I think, the one, the one blight. Oh, the one blight I can think of, and it's it's not really his fault, wasn't he? Uh, he was part of the city team that got smacked yes. one by yes. Middlesbrough. But then, I, then I would like to put this argument forward: who scored Man City's goal? <laughs> and it was a good goal score. as well. He did score, and I'm almost certain Man City tweeted that goal fairly recently, as them saying Elano scored this in a nine-goal thriller. Conveniently yeah. leaving out the eight for the other team. They but... did, because I found this tweet during my research, and I can confirm that is true. <laughs> uh, the, the other thing I'd like to say is, during his first season at Man City, he got 10 goals in all competitions, and he was their top scorer in every competition. So, Premier, Premier League, FA Cup, League Cup. Do you, would you like to know who's, who he took the sh- uh, squad number 11 off? Oh, this is going to be somebody awful. Um, oh, who, <laughs> who would have been there? It's a man who loved the bison. Oh, no. No idea. The Rias Vassell. Is it? Yeah, yeah. The and that is the last time I forget I've you the Vassell mentioned on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the story about? He devastated me. He tweeted me saying he's a fan. <laughs> Isn't there a story about Darius Vassell blisters and a drill, if I remember rightly? I think it was uh, he had a blood blister under his toenail when he thought the best way to get rid of it was to use a drill, a power drill, and uh, drill through his toenail, which obviously didn't end well. Ah, here it is. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that sums it all up. It's actually, it's actually no, no, it's just sad because it's not true. What do you mean it's not true? Well, actually, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, it says Darius Pacella to spell rumorously once treated an infected toe with a black and decker drill during his playing day. Oh, no. D- that is exactly what someone yeah. who used a black and decker drill on their foot would say. Bollocks. He definitely did it. Right, let's cast some votes. Ben, would you like to? Would you like to vote? Who are you going for? This is a difficult choice. I think Giovanni's the gentleman's pick. He's the glass of like Sauvignon Blanc. Elano, he's your rum punch. He's a bit fun. <laughs> Then you've got Pato, who for me, he's a tequila shot. Because he's just, he's not everything he cracked up to be. And most of the time, it's a bit. But in those those moments, when the vibes were at their impeccable best, he's just so much fun. But I think I have to vote for Elano. Yes, come on. Come on. We love that from you. Harry, who are you voting for? Um, well, I think I think when you look across it, you look at Patho and he was class, but he could have been better and he had chances at big European clubs, whether that was through fitness or whatever, he still did not hit those heights. And the same thing can be applied to Giovanni, like he went to Barcelona, um, Benfica, and you know, two European clubs where you think if you have like one good season, you you could be you could be bopping about some of the best leagues in Europe doing but playing for some of the best teams. So I think he's failed there. So 
I think if I think with Alano, if he did get a chance at the big club, could he have been even better than what he was producing? I think the answer is yes. So I'm going to have to go with Alano. Oh come well. on, justice, justice. Well, I would have voted for Giovanni. Not that it matters now. I think when it comes to uh, oh, sorry, thanks, was, good selection from you. But when it comes to streets, won't forget players. Giovanni's got to be up there just for the kind of you know the 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 screamers alone, but also the fact he turned up at Hull and Man City and then just disappeared off the face of the earth. I've not heard of Giovanni since. They did. Uh, but I'm sure he will come back up again at some point because he, in my opinion, deserves a place in the Hall of Fame. But for now, Alano has been voted in and he joins Papis Cisse. What a start that is. Oh, what a partnership. <laughs> <laughs> Can we have a house rule for next week, though, boys? Yes. No Man City players. Why? We've had Ilano, we've had Giovanni, we had Jekko the first week. Hey, we're getting a reputation. I can't help if Man City's shopping the streets, mate. Literally. It's like going through Newcastle you know, teams. They, 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 signed, right, the next one has to be they signed Giovanni and Alano in the same summer. That That is football heritage. <laughs> oh, boys, are we ready to test your knowledge with a little quiz to end the episode? Yeah, all right. Well, this week's quiz, we're playing starting eleven. I'll give you a quick rundown of the rules. I'm going to give you a game from some point in history. It'll be reason history, don't worry. I'm not going to give you something from 1964. Uh, and oh, you'll take yeah. turns guessing players who started in that game. Uh, I will accept a player from either side. Uh, substitutes who came on will count as a correct answer, but unused substitutes will not count as a correct answer. And you have three lives each. So once oh. you get three incorrect answers, you are out and the other person wins. Understood? Are we ready? Certainly yeah. Lovely. So, the game in question is Manchester United's 3-2 win over AC Milan in the Champions League round of 16 on February 10th, 2010. Harry, would you like to get us started since Giovanni got one oh, vote? Oh, mate. 2010. Yeah. Uh, uh, who would their keeper be? Oh, I'll just go, I'll go easy. I'll go way for Wayne Rooney is a correct answer. He scored two goals as well. And pressure's on. Well, I think I've got an easy one here. Go for it. I've got I've got to back my boy. Alexandra Pato. Alexandra Pato. Twenty ten. Is a correct answer. Oh well done. Well done. So he is. started up front. It was the good years, mate. <laughs> Harry, back over to you. Dida. Dida is a correct answer. That was quick as well. That was quick. I like that. I like that. Then, pressure is back on. Well, you know what? We're talking about Brazil, so I've got to go with Rio. That'd be Rio Ferdinand, I was going to say. Rio Ferdinand. Rio Ferdinand started as a correct answer. Van der Sar. And the Sar is a correct answer. Right, just gotta go keep it. I was like, would he have played a sub? He started no. up front. Just throw you off. And up to you. Uh, Twenty ten. Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho, another Brazilian. Yeah, is mate. a correct answer. What's in that midfield? Great stuff from you. Great uh, stuff, mate. Um. Vidic. 
The Mandia Vidic is an incorrect answer. Ooh. No way. It was, it was, I would have said, if I wasn't looking at the teams, that would have been a solid guess, but it's incorrect. Mm. Harry, you lose a life, you're down to two lives. Ben, back to you. The advantage. I'm just relying on this Milan team. Uh, Pirlo must have played. Big game. Big game Andrea Pirlo started. Correct answer. Yes. Harry, to uh, who would have started over the you ditch? In touch with Ben. Can we have a correct answer, please? Uh, Evra. Patrice Evra is a correct answer. Nice. Nice. 2010. I know. You do, do you know what? I have to say this is going... You're doing better than I thought you would. Wait, these are two iconic teams. There, oh, there I, are some, I'm going to be screwed. There are some players, players in here, I'm just going to say, that will throw you off. Okay. Um, yeah, it's me you, Ben. Come Ooh. on. Have we had skulls? We have not had Paul Skulls. And we have Skulls. We can have Paul Skulls. It is the correct answer, yes. and he scored as well. Oh, is that a bonus point? No, it is not. <laughs> um, there's two players that could have started over the pitch, but he played on the left. So, I think it's Johnny Evans. Oh, that is a big shout. Will it pay off? It's either Johnny that Evans. or... Is a correct yeah, answer. Yes. No Johnny way. Evans is a correct answer. <laughs> it was, Harry, it was one brilliant. of three. It's one of three players. That is superb from you. Ben, need a big answer from you now. Who else was in that Milan midfield? Uh, was it Clarence Seydorf? Clarence Seydorf. At the right time. Was a substitute. Oh, a used did he substitute. Play? And he yes. scored as well. <laughs> Oh, he did, didn't he? Oh, no, I, I can't believe you've gone for now. I can't believe you've gone for Seydorf and not the other centre mid player. But on, well, then, then say the it. other centre mid player. Over to you, my friend. <laughs> oh, he's bottled it. <laughs> he's so off now because he, he said to say it. Say it. <laughs> we're going to have to start calling you the deck chair, but you keep folding oh, up on pressure like this. He lost last week as well. This could it could be to go two 0 up in the series, Ben. Um, cruise it, Nanny. Oh, Nanny is a correct answer. Oh, oh, oh. another say. Oh, that was a bit risky. Down to the wire, please. <laughs> there is still just to clarify. There is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. 14 players left you can pick from. Oh. Nesta surely played. Uh, Nesta did play, yes. Yes. Hurry back to you. post mail B days. 2010? Yes. February the 10th, 2010. Thiago Silva. That's a good Thiago shout. Silva. Is an excellent shout because that's a correct answer. He played centre back alongside <laughs> Nesta. <laughs> I literally great work with you. Over, over I, I would have thought it was a bit too early for Thiago Silva, but that was that was good enough. For I you. just yeah. remember the kit that Ronaldinho had, and I remember seeing Thiago Silva in it. Ben, back to you. Still on three lives. I'm I say I I'm running out of United players here. 
There are some, um, some bit, I'd argue, relatively big names you can get in, in amongst the United players. I feel there like that's some, easier. Are some odd ones. Mm. I'm, I'm going to leave them for now, though. I can't remember if he started, but surely Inzaghi. Inzaghi? That's surely too late. What, I don't know. He was there when he was old. Oh, mate. I really thought he would have gone by then. He was a used substitute. Oh, excellent stuff. Yes. Half brave as f. There's no way was he still there. <laughs> yeah, no he way. There. Mate, I would have thought he would have mate, managed in Serie like B by then. I thought he would have been a Pescara or some <laughs> like that. Oh, his head's gone. He's not happy. Oh, mate. Back to you with two lives, Harry. Well, I'm going to go back to United. Yep. 2010's too late for Ronaldo. Switched on him. Probably too late for Tevez. Well, they bought. They. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with a. I think it's a solid one actually because I think he came in for Ronaldo. So I'm gonna go Antonio Valencia because I remember them buying him from Wigan. Oh, Antonio Valencia was a substitute. So he was there at least. He was a used substitute. So oh, mate, yeah. fully, I fully oh, came on, came on, came on in the second half. I have plugged that out of my arm. <laughs> and back to you. Oh, boys, I'm really impressed, I have Think. to say, by the way. This is excellent work for both of you. Yeah, mate, I'm a little Milan fanboy, though. That's where this is going. United, I've got no I, chance. I have to say, there is um, one Milan player, a massive player, a huge player. I'm not talking I'm talking in terms of size within the game, not actual physical size, so it's not fat Ronaldo. Oh no, you've, you've put a thought in my mind that I don't think it's right. Oh, spitball it, I won't accept as an answer. I'm missing. I'm missing a midfielder from that Milan team, and I, I was I was having an errand, and you've just said that, and oh, are you baiting me into saying Gattuso, and I think you are. Is, is are you locking in Gennaro Gattuso? Mm, yeah, I'm going to say Gattuso. Gennaro Gattuso is an incorrect answer. No, was he not there, or was he injured, or what? I I, I think he was a substitute who wasn't used. Oh. That's right. We're still cruising. Harry, back to you. Fernandesal. Fernandesal. Do you see we've got... So, we've got Nani and Paul Scholes in midfield with Valencia coming off the bench. Is that right so far? I would would assume based off the remaining players... Paul Scholes played in central midfield and Nani played out wide and they played a five-man midfield. Oh, okay. So I, 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 I got have two shots at the centre mid, really. Yeah. I don't want to give away too much, but I thought like that might help you just a Well, little. Michael Carrick. Michael Carrick is a correct answer. I was lucky. Bloody hell. Right. I'm going through the team that lost to Barcelona in that Champions League and thinking it's got to be players right now. Well, you want to go through the team that beat AC Milan, mate, <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember um, that one, you see. Who's this missing midfield? Oh, no. 2010. Is it David Beckham? What? That's David plucked. Beckham is a correct answer. Is it real? Oh, I can only assume that was the January he joined on loan from LA Galaxy. Would be my guess. I might be wrong, mm. but 
That is a correct answer. That is a brilliant answer. I didn't think either of you would get that. Harry, back to you. I think I was running through the big name Milan midfielders in my head. <laughs> that was that was the bottom of the I've barrel. I've got two midfielders in my head for who played alongside Paul Scold and Michael Carrick. Now, the one of them, I know that if he had played, it's a miracle because he was always injured. So, I'm going with the other one. I'm going with Darren Fletcher. Darren Fletcher is a correct answer. <laughs> That's uh, easy work, that. That's just process of elimination. We are it, running it, out of names here, boys. time now, boys. Just for a little update on, on who you've got left, uh, you've got one, two, three. You've got five players from AC Milan, four starters and a youth substitute. Um, Manchester United, you have three players, two starters and a youth substitute. Two stars. Oh, I... Ben, I believe it's you. I think it is. So, you said Nzagi came on. Yes. Who started? I would pen? not have. I would not have guessed for starting striker in a million years. I'm just going to put that out there now. Oh, okay. It is somebody you will know, but right, you, we'll... you will not have remembered him playing for them. I think. Mm. Ah. And I reckon there's another player I forgot, who's. I, I hesitate to say a generic Italian name. He's obviously. I think he's oh, a big God. name. I can't remember who it is. I'm going to have to push you for an answer, Ben. Uh, did Flamini play in that game? Matthew Flamini did not play. And it's down oh, to a single no. life. Harry, over to you. Ignacio Abate. He's gone quick with Ignacio Abate. That's a... He's definitely there. Bulge. Whether he's played. He was definitely Ignacio there. Abate. I don't know who would have played ahead of him. Is an incorrect answer. No way. We are down <laughs> no to a light way. beach. It is, it is squeaky bum time and it's back to bed. No way. I have I have the roguish shout for United. I, it might not even be that rogue. Go I'm on. in my own head. Was it... Was it... I'm just... Oh. Was it G-Sung Park? It's five-man midfield, I was going to say the same. Five-man midfield, and it is a big Champions League game. Of course it is. I'm going with that, yeah, yeah. Of course Literally, it is. if it wasn't five-man, I never would put him in the starting squad. But then, when it came five-man, I was like, yeah, I think oh. I've got the other midfielders. Wait, this is like penalties. <laughs> My heart can't take this. This is worse than penalties. Back to you, Harry. Right. That striker, Fracy Milan. Yes. You said we wouldn't remember him playing there. Yeah, you 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 know who he is. I don't think you'd remember yeah, big, him playing there. A big time player though. I'd say like being about some of the best clubs in Europe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's Klaus Jan Huntelaar. Klaus Jan Huntelaar is a correct answer. Yeah. That's a great one from you. I just as soon as you said we might not know him, I was like, ah, oh, it's Klaus Jan Huntelaar. Six players left, I believe. Yes. Four, four from Six. Milan, two from United. Four from Arbor. Yeah, you're in the dregs the... now. You're in the dregs. Yeah. The dregs now, mate. <laughs> ben. 
we are next. Can I get an answer, please? You can. I reckon United winning the game. They're looking for a defensive sub late on. Yeah. Did Wes Brown come on? Wes Brown is a bold shout. It seems like the see out the game is a brilliantly bold shout because it's the correct answer. Hey, what are you doing there? My son. Back of the net. A used substitute. have one Man United player left. A used substitute. Did. Did. Rio and Johnny Evans stay on the pitch? Uh, they did, yes. Right, so he's come on for the right back. <laughs> oh, the process of elimination has worked for him. He's stumbled across a possible <laughs> answer. He did come on for the right back. Is it too late for Gary Neville? Is it too late for Gary? I think it's too late for Gary. Never time for oh, Gary Neville. I don't really remember him playing that often with Patrice Evra. I, he must, I think he did, but I don't really remember him doing it. But I, I'm certain he did. No Vidic. I think it's way past. Gonna have to push you for an answer. I think it's Raphael. Mm, if it's not well, Neville, if, I think it's too late for Neville. I don't think I, he's gone by then. In the match day squad, oh, and no, one of them over which Neville's way round. Neville started. started at right back. Yeah, Gary started. Gary Neville, yeah, was an unused substitute. <laughs> Raphael <laughs> started at right back. It is a correct. Mate, I stumbled on that because there's no way that Gary Neville. I thought if he was still playing, he would have been starting that all day. Well, we are in dangerous territory now. What round was this? We are. Uh, the round of 16. Dangerous territory, man. Oh, so, so, st oh. st yeah, still, I don't know why Gary Neville didn't start it, though. Four AC Milan players left. And back to you. It's, honestly, oh, I'm, it's I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm great. i got no idea. No, we've, we've forgotten someone. What's his... Oh, no. <laughs> He's stumbling. Oh, I know who... It no, I can see him. He's got the the blonde hair. He was there for years. Then, Massimo Ambrosini. Say, if you can remember his name, you have a correct answer. And you have remembered his isn't name. Massimo Ambrosini. Yeah, he was there for young. That is an unbelievable bit of work. Harry, he wasn't the one. Wasn't that... he there for like twenty uh, years? Honestly, I couldn't tell you. I'm 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 too gripped by this. I'm on the edge of my seat. Harry, back to you. Come on, <laughs> mate. He wasn't the one that played for. No, sweating. the one who played for Liverpool was Aquilani, wasn't it? Yeah, mate. I swear, Ambrosini spent like his whole career at Milan. I vaguely remember it. I could not tell you another team he played for. Uh, Three players left. He was a rice pudding of the league, mate. Three players left. Two starters and a substitute. If you get the substitute, need... I'll send you a fiver right now. Because I've never heard of this in my life. I think we need two... Two... Two defenders. Uh, I... I would say based off the lineup that yes, you need a right back and a left back. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And the sub knows. Honestly, I'll tell you the sub when we're done. I never heard of him before. I've got no idea. Basically, can you guess a left back and a right back for Macy and Milan? In that well, year? I thought a right back would be a Barty. I'm gonna have to push you for an answer. Uh, so I don't, I don't know. I'm gonna have to go left back. Twenty ten. 
Oh, Tay Taiwo. Tay Taiwo. It's all hinges on Tay Taiwo. I never thought I'd say those words. <laughs> Get on with it, man. Don't keep us in suspense. Is an incorrect answer. And oh, William Winner, come on, yes. Yes. What a good game, Harry. I'll that was excellent. Would you like the starting 11s in full and the substitutes? Who did we miss? So, Dida was in goal. The Milan, yeah. Milan defence was Nesta Thiago Silva. The right, I know the left the right back, back was Daniele Bonera. Who did, who was did the you right, think was the left, the left back? back? Antonini. Antonini was left mm. back. Oh, mate. He's thrown it. He's thrown it. In midfield, they had, had a good left foot on him. Uh, they had Ambrosini, Beckham, Pirlo, and then the front three, I assume, was Ronaldinho, Pato, and Huntelaar. The substitutes. The substitutes were Inzaghi, Sadorf, and a bloke called Giuseppe Favali. Oh, mate, yay. Ooh. He always wears a bow. <laughs> For sake. The Man United yeah. team was, as you guessed, Van der Sar, Raphael, Johnny Evans, Patrick Serra, Rio Ferdinand. How did we Harry get all Fletcher, of those? Park G. Sung, Nanny, Skulls, Rooney in the subs of Valencia and Wes Brown. That was excellent quizzing, my friends. Because you said five-man midfield, it made us, you know, the United team way, way easier. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have been going Berbatov. Five-man midfield, who would you have guessed? Berbatov. Berbatov was an unused substitute. Uh, Owen yeah, was well. also an unused substitute. Um, Tevez was, Tevez was not in the squad. Yeah, he's gone by then, surely. Oh, maybe Makeda or Obatan or something like that. Uh, honestly, I can't remember because I've not got it in front of me. Uh, but no. either way, the streaks won't forget that quiz. In that was Heritage Boys. That was absolutely brilliant for both of you. Oh, mate, I feel yeah, like you I'm are just now two nil up in the series after last week's Wikipedia game. I, I think, feel the you know I think we'll have starting eleven again next week. I really enjoyed that. Well, that was Streets Won't Forget podcast. Alano is the newest member of the Streets Won't Forget Hall of Fame. Uh, we'll be back again next week with another brilliant topic and some footballers you may well have forgotten, but who you shouldn't. And Harry, thank you for joining me. Anytime. Pleasure to be here, mate. A wonderful quiz from both of you. Well played. We'll see you next week. One, two, three, four. Gira can hit them. From David Villar, oh, great finish. He's done just that, he scored! Jorginho's done it! Yakubu making another glimpse of goal here! 